Hello! Hello! Welcome to One Moment. Who's Hold? My name is Kriza. And my name's Ling. And this is our podcast where we discuss everything we love using different cultural perspectives. Welcome to today's episode. Today's a very special episode, guys, because Yay. we have come full circle. Full circle. Um, and finally, finally have the time, like have the chance to have our, gym, our friend James here with us. So welcome, James. Welcome, our James. Guest. Not first, but yeah, first, no, no, first guest, but like first person who was actually like allow us to promote, like to introduce yes! ourselves to the world. Yes, <laughs> I know, I know. James is the creator and um, sole runner of the Wing yes. It Travel podcast. It's really awesome, guys. It's a podcast focused on on travel and everything. Like, I love all the travel stories you have, James. <laughs> Since yeah. <laughs> I remember the days where we know you in no, the since the days we used yeah. to bug you at your desk at our work. That's actually true. Okay, so <laughs> yes, yeah, I know. So yeah. it is only it is only fitting that we have James on today to talk to us about travel and everything about travels. Yeah, maybe we can. You can introduce yourself to our listeners. Okay, yeah, my name is James Hammond, and I'm from the UK, and. Currently live in Canada in Vancouver, and I met Lynn and Carissa um, previously, uh, but we still keep in contact. And they have an awesome podcast, as I'm guessing on now. And yeah, I do a travel podcast because I love travel, and the idea is I get guests on every week to talk about their travels. So Lynn and Carissa have been on. Can't remember your episode number. I should probably I should probably research that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you have been on previously it's this year, so uh, yeah, it is good to get, get get you guys on and talk about your perspective. Is it this year? Yo, so, that yeah. feels Whoa. like such a long time ago, James. Not, no, no way. No. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's early this year, isn't it? You wow. okay? It seems too quick because you ha- you release James releases episodes like just go 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 go. There is no break. Like you are the model podcaster that we're trying to be, but yeah, we're just no, not quite not. there yet. We're not there at the <laughs> level, you know. No, I'm not having that. No, everyone's different. You've got your own strengths. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've got my weaknesses, so. Yeah, there's, there's no right or wrong way of doing it. Um, but James, but, like, tell yeah. us, like, how how did you, what inspired you to create your podcast? Like, we want to learn more. Tell our listener more about your podcast. Actually, what inspired you to create it? Hmm, that's a good question. Actually, I I wasn't into podcasts, and then I got into podcasts randomly when I was doing my hit classes in Kitsilano. Yeah, <laughs> you go. And they yeah. were, I got recommended a few guys, right? So at at one time it was. A guy called James Smith, he's a UK PT instructor, so this is like a bit off topic. And he was doing a podcast with someone else who recommended to me for a book called The um, The Atomic Habits by James Clear. Oh, oh yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. That is a very famous book, yes. And it's on yeah, like... Yeah, so they've done a podcast yeah. together. Yeah. Ah. And I was like, ah. Oh. So that's my podcast hook. And then I was bored in lockdown. I was like, I can't travel, so what can I do? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about travel. So right. started it then. That's true. That sounds like a long time ago, but it wasn't actually that long ago. And you know, pandemic, like 18 pandemic months ago. wore yeah, our like time, pandemic, Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a year and a half ago. Yeah, scary. Wild. So, Wild. Kind of been relentlessly li- releasing most weeks. I think I had a few weeks off last year, but yeah, it's kind of been busy. What are the topics that you talk about, actually? Yeah, I do try to cover a range of topics. Uh, there's still mm-hmm. more I need to cover, but I, I'm I'm not luxury travel. I'm not maybe like family travel, not mm. really vacation, and more budget travel, 
right. backpacker style, student yeah, yeah. travel, um, and also I tried to get an array of guests, so like travel journalists, travel podcasters, travellers, students, gap years, um, people who are off grid, and I tried to cover the whole spectrum as much as possible. I need, I need to do more. Like I need to do more from perspective of like maybe someone in the LGBTQ community <gasps> and stuff like that. So yeah. that's coming down the that's, that's coming down the pipeline. Yeah, I've got a few things. Oh, in the I'm for that. stoked for that. I love it. Yeah, so I need to do that sort of stuff. But yeah, anything really that has got a story to it and a bit of uh, inspiration. Yeah. Instead of doing uh, calls like this, like on the laptop, there may be a mm. few, but very sporadic. I wanted to I want to do interviews in person. So mm. if I go to Singapore, I want to interview someone from Singapore to tell me about you know what's cool to see mm. there, the story. So that's where it's going to go. That's awesome. You're just kind of changing the format as you go. Yeah, still like guest element, but yeah. different because I'll be there in person and like chatting to you guys at a coffee oh, table or something nice. not like on zoom or something yeah i know i know yeah. yo you can like start this show like you know this is how a show start right like you have like you already have a youtube channel you just need to add like the video yes. to it and you're already like, interviewing people yes oh i will be i will be seeing you in on net on netflix yes at some yes point, yes I yes <laughs> no <laughs> yes right if netflix, if netflix are hearing me they can more Sponsor than welcome pay for rebel. it yeah netflix uh, if you're listening yeah. If you're listening to this, like, come <laughs> invest. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, that's the that's the idea. So hopefully that will be a nice change of direction. I think it'd be time, be like over a year and a half, I'm doing kind of the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I'll be doing more solo episodes. So if I'm on the road, I'll probably do like a 10, 15 minute diary type episode okay, where we what right. we're doing, who we met. You tested been... that out earlier this yeah, year. Yeah, when he was you? biking. Yes. Just now. Yes. Or walking. Sorry. Walking. Bike amazing yeah yeah and that went really well so i think i'm i'm hopeful wild wow yeah. that's so awesome how many countries have you been to james or like have you been to every i country? feel like i feel has. like you have no no i've only been to <laughs> 50 i think why around that number 50 it's a, it's a rough guess i think it's just like it's, it's a great area it, it doesn't mean anything but yeah i guess if you count one day in the country like, does yeah. that count yeah. yeah, and cities. Yeah. cities, cities and regions. Oh God knows, I don't know how many. Yeah, yeah. But I think you guys have travelled quite a bit as well. So yeah, it's good to hear your stories. That's why I got you on the podcast. Yes. Yeah, but I think for us, like our, I feel like especially for the pandemic is here. We have been very very static. We're still. We haven't gone anywhere. Yeah, new or. In that sense, like exciting in the sense of really truly exploring a new yeah. country or a new city. Yet, I do hope that we get to do that soon because, yeah, it's totally like you know, the travel bugs are just like itching so hard. Yo, I didn't travel, I moved to another freaking city. So, yeah, Carissa just yeah. moved. So, <laughs> maybe that's How- to make up for the travel that's <laughs> yeah. lacking. Yeah, how is Whitehorse? How is it? White what's, horse? What's it like in the summer? Um, it's amazing. We it doesn't rain much here, so it's blue skies right now. Um, <laughs> there's um a very short summer, so people really like to take advantage of the weather when it's super duper nice. Um, everyone is out all the time. Um, it's very dry. The heat. Um, okay. it's, it's different than Vancouver summer, like very, very different. Um, and it starts getting cold again in September. So 
We will take advantage, <laughs> full advantage of this glorious weather. What comes with it is mosquitoes, which I'm not really a fan of. And they're huge. <laughs> yeah. So um, apart from that, though, like there, there will be trips. There are trips planned by me and my partner to explore the Yukon even more. Um, and yet, and, and Alaska. And that's the, 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 the travel that I see so far for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more the, like a short, ha- short distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how long, how long are the days? Are they quite long? Yeah, like so the sun sets around like midnight or like 1230-ish. Wow. I was walking the dog for... Yeah, I know. Ling, Ling was texting because I told Ling, I'm going to walk the dog now. And she's like, Krista, it's midnight. You're going to die. And I'm like, no, man, no one's going to kill me outside. It's like bright <laughs> out. It's daylight. Like, it's fine. So <laughs> it's all good. But yes, um, investments in really, really good um, blackout curtains like are, curtain. are pertinent yeah. yeah yes yes <laughs> that's awesome mm-hmm. james where like like what do you love about traveling i we know we all know that you love travel you start a whole podcast about it, but like what mm. aspect of it do you love or like is there any particular things that attracts you to it God, i i think it's just waking up every day not knowing what you're going to see and do and who you're going to meet mm. I'm, quite, I'm a bit of a sickler for moving about. Like I don't stay in one place too long mm-hmm. and I get itchy feet. So I think the idea that you just, um, I don't know, wake up, have your coffee and like, oh, shall we go and see this today? Yeah, why mm-hmm. not? Or should we just like leave the city or town or village and go somewhere else? Yeah, why not? Mm. That's and awesome. I think but that is quite addictive. I think that's the idea of kind of like waking up and you like have all the freedom you want to do whatever. Freedom, it, yeah. Yeah it is that you want on your with your day right but does it make you miss like structure at all or like routine no, no. we Lynn and i are the opposite we love yeah, a good like... structure we love a good we love, routine we love routine i i borderline hate it oh <laughs> I, it is so I, you... I, yeah i struggle because like for let's say i wasn't going away right let's say yeah. it was just um as you are like normal like the, the thought that i don't know doing the same thing as what I was doing a year ago. I don't think it's enough for me. So I think I have to figure out long term, yeah. how can I implement travel and trying to make a living together. But yeah, just traveling as itself. I think, yeah, I just love seeing new places and meeting new people and doing like new experiences, I think. How did you, how do you think you like had this, how do you think you have this itch? Like where did it come from this like, feeling of like not being able to be still and not being able to think about like a routine and just be so intrigued and excited about having a different experience every day where do you think that comes from that is a bloody good question and i've got a great book as a recommendation which i'm reading at the minute which talks about this it's Mm. called the mad traveler the mad traveler yeah, I can afford that to you after the call. Amazing. And basically, this guy, this guy is not like interviewing people like me and you. He's interviewing people who have like done every country and are now going to like the the islands you can't get to in Antarctic. Right? They're going to like specific like specs on the earth, oh. remote, yeah. real remote. Yeah. And he talks about why do people feel the urge to go to these places? And it's like scientific studies and stuff like this. And I, I, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. Is the answer to that amazing? And I think it must be a gene. There's, there's, there's no answer. Yeah, 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 gene, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, genes. Yeah, yeah. There's a gene and <laughs> these studies about childhood and 
like all this sort of stuff, attachment theories, all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, what do you seek for when you travel? Mm. Mm-hmm. I think it's just new experiences. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just that. I just I like to like see a place and then say, yeah, I've been there, went to this place. I liked it. I didn't like it, and I met this mm-hmm. person here. I think I think it's human interaction, mm-hmm. and also. I think it's a huge world out there, so I think there's a lot to see and and learn about the the world and the people. So I think mm-hmm. that's the main, the yeah. main thing. Yeah, I was asking that because when you were saying like you just like have that itch of like moving or like trying something new or moving to a different place, like that start out to me at least like that was the reason like I moved to Canada and then like kind of like opens up the world for me to like start traveling or start seeing other places as well. But at the same time, like now that I've kind of chose chosen Canada as like the place to base out of you know like my base mm. like the travel is different for me now as well right because I, yeah. I'm living here and like yeah. you do have like do you feel like you have roots like do you have roots like in maybe like in the UK or still like you feel like you have roots in Canada now no I don't think I have roots anywhere mm. I wouldn't call anywhere home mm. I think but I think I think that that's the difference between James and us is that yeah. well for me I need to call someplace home I need yeah. to have roots mm. and I need yeah. to tie myself somewhere where I understand the culture and where I understand the people a hundred percent or not a hundred but like more than probably um 90 percent of the time and I long for that I long for feeling oh, at wow. home I don't know. Maybe that's because like I immigrated to Canada when I was so young. But I don't know. Ling, do mm-hmm. you? What do you think? I think that's that's a good point. And I was trying to like I'm just kind of like contemplating this difference between um, like traveling, as in like the idea of you and you stay there for a month or three months or mm. certain amount of time, right? You know enough, or you see enough, and you see a lot in like a, such a, a short period of time. Versus like when you choose to live somewhere, I was like set down roots somewhere. Mm. Then you see. You start to see like layers more than like mm-hmm. the broad, like the then the, the surface, yeah, the depths mm-hmm. more than just like the broad. And I don't think there's like one. I don't know. Do you think that there's like one that's better than the other? No, absolutely not. I think also, if you tell me, come on, James, that let's say you say to me, I'm going home. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. It probably means where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But do I have any sentimental value to it? No. Mm-hmm. Do I feel like I need to be back there? No. Yeah. I just grew up there, right? Yeah. I just know it. Yeah. But yeah. But also the, there's different types of travel, right? When you were young, let's say my trip in twenty thirteen when I was twenty two, twenty three, twenty four. You never right? were your age, don't Yo. <laughs> um, we're so old. <laughs> we old. <laughs> yeah, we old. That, that that was very like hedonistic, right? Very like Yeah. A lot of drinking, a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah. like getting up to no good. Yeah, a lot of not too. remembering like yeah. not, yes, like pop quarrels every night. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Just yeah, 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 while. And now it's more like Oh, I want to walk the Camino for five days mm-hmm. and see this cathedral behind me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, there's more like, it changes over time of age and they're both equally as good, mm-hmm. but they both have their time in place. Mm-hmm. But also, like say, you've emigrated, you two, so there must be a reason for that. And maybe, I don't know how I can put this really, if you're maybe from a country that's not as prosperous as some other countries, you might mm-hmm. just need to set roots somewhere else to make sure you have a, a footing in life, right? To yeah. just have that grounding. Yeah, Which I, I don't have because UK is the same as Canada, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. There's true. a difference in, I think, I think the quality of life makes me long for home. Like the difference in the quality of life. And if you ask me, like, 
is the Philippines my home or is Canada my home? And like for you, your definition of home is like, I just grew up there. You can come back anytime. Um, but for me, home is where I feel safe, which is Canada, mm-hmm. even though I was born right. and I grew up in the Philippines. Yeah. Like, I, I feel more at home here than where, where I was born. So that's very oh, interesting. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I think it's different for you, Carissa, because first of all, yes, like your story goes, right? Yeah. Your parents like came, decided to come yeah, here. Yeah, I didn't like, choose with the to idea, come. Yeah, mm-hmm. with the idea of immigration in mind. Mm-hmm. So like they already mm-hmm. aim for like a better life quality or better kind of path for mm-hmm. you and your sister. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I chose Canada just because I chose it like on my out of my own will okay so <laughs> this is like the whole idea around like like I at that point I remember vividly because I was I think I had the same idea of like I was so afraid that I'm gonna be stuck there for like however long and like doing the same thing or like going to the same school and mm. not seeing like great like learning a value of my life going that way and I feel like there's like so much more out there that I haven't experienced or haven't seen mm-hmm. and mm. I haven't put myself in an an environment that is different like uh, like really different than what i was in so i was too comfortable like that idea of like being too com- comfortable was like what like yeah. kind of pushed me out mm-hmm. of my comfort zone and came to canada to just like mm-hmm. let's see if i can survive here you know and and that was like both a both a um i think that's how it started for me and that's how i started to feel like like i really want to just move around mm-hmm. and see yeah, and see news and like constantly get stimulated mm-hmm. by these. I think new, you and James are similar in that way because you chose to travel with your own volition, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure James didn't want to stay still at home, like home, quote unquote, home, his home, yeah, home. yeah. yeah and yeah. he wanted yeah. to, you wanted to see like a lot of things more than where you were. So that's very interesting. Very different, um, I guess, definitions of home. And yeah, but like at the same time, mm. you know, some uh, somewhere along the way, I feel like I that got turned like that for me got turned into like I start to feel more at home in Canada as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like once in a while, my one of the crazy idea comes into my mind, be like, should I move to the other country? You know? Yeah, Just maybe because <laughs> maybe what is um so if James doesn't feel home where he was born or here, like where is the longest place you've stayed at? Yeah. Here. Here. Yeah. Apart from, wow. Apart from where I was born, so like the first 18 years, right? Mm. Before I went to London. Yeah, here's uh, unbelievably the next place. Amazing. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wait, didn't you live in like Australia or somewhere? Before? Yeah. Or that New was New Zealand? A, that was a year. Yeah, New Zealand was a year. Mm. Uh, London was... Well, university, as you guys know, you have that, the summer break, yes. right? Or the break yes. between uh, the years. Mm-hmm. And I went, went home to Norwich, so... If you combine it together, it's actually only three years in London. So yeah, I would say here is second place. But maybe wow. involuntarily because pandemic happened, you know. That's true. Possibly. That's a good <laughs> you point. probably will be somewhere else by now. I know. <laughs> if the borders didn't close. <laughs> yeah. But I got PR, so oh, that's that true. Was oh, a yeah. new... he could have left whenever yes. he wanted. Yeah. That's yeah. True. So now so, you yeah, can that's... go and return whenever you want. Yeah. I'm tempted to get the passport. Actually, it's tempting to stay and get the passport. Yeah, but you um, had to stay we'll, here we'll for, see. like, longer. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, three out of five years mm-hmm. Yeah, on the PR so card. That's interesting. So. Mm-hmm. Do you ever, like, do you experience cultural shock anymore? Yeah, that's, that's okay. That well, like, have you question. ever actually no, experienced up. it? No, back up. How yep. do you ensure that you kind of 
integrate yourself in a culture or it, ensure that you're learning different cultures when you travel? Yes. So are we doing culture shock after this, are we? Yes. And then, and yes. then we ask, okay. do you even experience culture shock anymore? Yeah, okay. So to... <laughs> Because uh, I got my answer for the culture shock. Yeah, for the uh, immerse yourself in the culture, I am a firm believer, and I, I appreciate it's different for different types of people, that you just get stuck in. Mm. So it's just going to have to be, I'm going to have to learn the customs, I'm going to have to learn a bit of language, yeah. and be amongst the people, really, and don't stick to the, don't stick to the same like chain hotels, and try and avoid tour groups if you can. Mm-hmm. Try and be yourself, and go to these local places yourself don't have mm-hmm. um, yeah. maybe someone telling you what to do so that's how I immerse myself in the local culture and when you like go to this local place I picture you in a pub or like in an <laughs> in a nice like local restaurant do you like are you open to like people like coming to yeah. you and like say like hey like like how are you like doesn't doesn't look like you're from here and like maybe i can recommend you like things or do you seek out those people and like i'm gonna buy you a drink because you like you look like you're from here and then maybe we'll talk like how do you how do you approach like the locals or do you go to places where you know a local it's going to be a question of oh where is the actual proper local place but also do you fancy coming on a podcast Mm. If they want to be comfortable speaking mm-hmm. English, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's true. So it's going to be a bit more out there, trying to get myself amongst the local people, and probably searching for like local guides just to show me the real, real places, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas before, you kind, you kind of, if you're new, you probably would go to TripAdvisor, right, or yeah. Lonely Planet, yeah, um, and that'll tell you where to go. But that's not the real places to go, in my opinion. Yeah. So yeah, just try and seek those people out, but more so trying to give the vibe that you can approach me as well. So. Mm. Yeah. I think that's different for men and women. I think that's true. I feel like it's definitely yeah. there's a gender I like somewhere in like yeah aspect somewhere in there because when I travel by myself, definitely the first like criteria is safety. So like that's already yes. like you know like kind of to me like restricted how where I can go or like what kind of person I can interact with, especially if I'm by myself, right? Um, and, and that gives like, like, uh, I don't want to say, but it's like a safeguard that's always in the back of your mind. So like, so like I hesitate before interactions, um, with like locals or if like people are really friendly with you, you will be like, kind of like what's going on. Right. So what do they want? I know, but like, you don't want that. And I feel much more comfortable with that. If I'm like with someone else, like Mm. if like, I, I think my ideal, yeah version of travel is like two people and then you know that you like have a friend mm-hmm. right and then you can like yeah. freely to do like whatever you want yeah yeah solo travel is a different subject and it's a totally different yeah. vibe especially with female obviously yeah. i don't understand that the things that you think about when you go travel right but for me unfortunately and it's just luck of the draw right i'm a white male yeah so and, it's, mm-hmm. and i speak english mm-hmm. doesn't yeah. get much top of the tree with that like safety's not even in my mind mm-hmm. yeah i feel like i can go anywhere it's quite a privilege right so Mm-hmm. Um, I want to try and learn more about not having that privilege. That's that's the idea mm-hmm. of the podcast coming this year as well. Yeah, I do want yeah. to, at some point, um, learn like how to how to solo female travel. Like it's something that I think there's not enough information on. Um, mm. Yeah, I would love to learn more because you would have to sense. risk yourself to experience it on your own, and I'm not gonna do that without any resources, right? So. 
Um, yeah. I would, I'm very open to like solo female travel songs. I have kind of like safety um, references. And yeah, I want to be yeah, alive, yeah. yo. I want to be like. I want to survive the damn story. trip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got some. Um, I've got some episodes that I've done, which I would recommend listeners if you're interested. Oh, that'd be great. Um, yeah, about we solo will... and female travel. We can link so that anytime. If you, yeah, for like my episode seventy with Kate Wills, she. Oh, she I was listening to that. Yeah, she's the one with the book. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, about female travel, and she's done solo female travel. That's a great episode mm-hmm. to listen to, but also. Her book is great, which is a, a trip of one's own, it's called. Mm. So she talks about female and solo travel combined as well. And also, another interesting one is episode 68 with Kathleen How Israel. How you remember all this? This is amazing. I'm, I'm reading it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing it down. Okay. Yes, we're taking she, notes. She walked a Camino 500 miles on her own, and she's oh in her like, early 70s. Um, so amazing. she talks about that, that experience. Amazing. Wow. They're probably like a couple where I would recommend on my podcast where I've talked about a bit of solo female travel. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good topic. And also that raised a lot of like different aspects as well, right? In terms of like female solo and that idea like you mentioned, like, you know, being like a white male and like being from a certain culture also give you, and with a certain look, right? Also give you a certain like level or like leverage or advantages in certain like plannings and in, in traveling. And that I think it's a, that's a good point. It can, work, it can work the other way occasionally. Yeah. So an example would be, let's say you're in Bali, right? And you're just mm. walking down the street in a market. They're all going to approach you to buy something because you're yeah, white. Yeah, they know. I have experienced yeah. And they try and press you to in-laws. buy something. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They did not approach me. No, <laughs> they did not approach me. <laughs> yeah, they just ignore. Like, they ignore you and, like, go past yeah, you. Yeah, ignore like, the Southeast exist. Asian girl who will <laughs> haggle with you. Go to my in-laws. And they did. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> so funny um and so the second question to that (laughs) is because you're such a seasoned traveler do you even experience like culture shock and if so like how do you manage yeah Mm, i asked this question on my podcast actually Ah. it's a good question um i am a firm believer this is personal opinion it only happens once the real bang culture shock way like oh my god what is that so mm-hmm. for me, I would say that was Bangkok 2013, January 18th, what date I landed. And I was like, what, what is going on? It's busy, it smells, there's like, I'm getting ripped off mm-hmm. and I can't get my senses. Where am I? Um, jet lagged. And it took a th- you know, two or three days to get, get around to it. But that was a tough two or three days because I was like, what am I doing? Why am I here? Yeah. But then once you do that once, I do think anywhere you go in the world to an extent is not going to be as bad as that. There still might be culture shock, but maybe yeah. you can deal with it better because you've had the experience already. So that's what I think. Like India was the next one for me. That was Delhi was like almost like Bangkok, but I've had Bangkok experience, so it wasn't too much of a shock. But if I landed there for the first time, <laughs> yeah, I was like getting the metro at, at rush hour. <laughs> yeah no no fun <laughs> so yeah stuff I, I think it happens once and then places that are well outside your comfort zone you can deal with but you do have it a little bit to an extent and it might be different but not as bad mm. as the first time that's what i think mm. 
So it's basically single swim in in terms of cultural shock. You just like jump straight into it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think you can only learn by. God, it's tough, isn't it? If you're solo, then you've really got to like maybe try and find someone who's in the same boat, or try and have the maybe bravery to ask like things how it's done. Yeah. You know, where, where can yeah. I get? Or, like, do a lot of research, right? So, like, a lot of the time when I travel and I feel like I'm going to experience something different, like, I do extensive just readings on, like, customs or to do, things not to do, things like that, to just kind of, like, buffer myself a little and not, like, offend anyone or not... Yeah, just not, like, stick out, like, a sore thumb too much when you were there. So Mm. that's always, like, something that I do when I feel like I might be out of my comfort zone too much, like if like it's something that I completely don't know um, yeah. yeah which is very interesting get yourself in a hostel as well because yes uh, if you're if you're the backpacking the 18 like mixed dorm room kind of <laughs> I don't know experience yeah, and they got, yeah. You, you got people in the same boat yeah. as you right so they can probably offer some yeah. advice I am not for host, like hostels right now I am just like I like my own <laughs> damn shower okay but like I am old yeah. enough to to learn to learn. I amenities love the amenities, now. but also like it does help. You love we plumbing. We love plumbing, okay? Um, yeah. yeah, we love plumbing. And so I think for me, like staying in a hostel does help, especially also because they have like hostels have these events like at night, like and then yeah. like you can mingle like during these yeah. events, and yeah, then yeah, you yeah. can like make plans like after, which I think really helped. Um, yeah, that's um, that's very interesting that you that your perspective on like culture shock is like sink or swim. That's very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah, only once, but that's that's just an opinion. People might disagree, but um, I feel from my post experiences, yeah, Thailand for the first because when I travel to Thailand, right, I've never been outside mm-hmm. of Europe. Mm-hmm. Actually, a line Australia, mm-hmm. but same same. Yeah, yeah, so, so yeah, going to Southeast Asia was brilliant. It's probably my favorite trip I've done. But it was a culture mm-hmm. shock, and it was it took some use it took some time mm-hmm. to get used to. I can see that. Maybe we can go to your like coming to Canada story because you didn't int- like. Did you intend to stay <laughs> this long? As we were saying, maybe it was pandemic, <laughs> but um, <laughs> you're forced to stay with the Canadians for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. Interestingly, what you said earlier about. Mm. home you know if this like reverse this if someone said to me oh do you want to go and live in Hanoi for like six months I'd be like yeah let's go and do it so w- would you class like living somewhere six months or like where's the cut off, where's the cut off point where you you could mm. maybe call it home do you think or, you, or where you can say yeah. I've lived there like what is the cut off point mm. I don't know but um, I wouldn't say no mm. to most places I don't think um, but yeah coming to Canada was purely just because we had no other no other options. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. We were in New Zealand and our visa ran out. And then be- because of our age and ah. to apply for Canadian work visa, it was like, do we apply now to go to Canada? Because we're going to have to. Or we just go mm-hmm. home mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. to UK. So we last minute yeah. applied for the Canadian yeah, work yeah. visa and got it in time. And then, yeah, that's just the next logical place for the after New Zealand. And then been here for nearly, well, it's been three and a half years. So, awesome. Yeah. So, so it's all like happened by chance. Thanks, thanks for um, the Canadian immigration yeah. process, yeah. essentially. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, relax. they 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 done it right for once. Yeah. 
<laughs> they're really nice. They say yes to most people or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, they do. They they, they don't turn many people away. Um, uh... But also, Canada is the one of the cheapest places, and I, I'd say the quickest places to get a PR. So if you're Ooh. if you're listening and you think maybe actually you no, I I know else. that for a fact it's yeah that's true. Like I know the process right now is backed up and everything, and a lot yes, of people are like yeah. you're like waiting for a long time. But generally, still one of the easiest country to find a path to stay long term if you yeah. want to. Yeah, yeah, I think it's it's a viable option for mm. quite a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So if you if you're listening, and you think oh, I want to try somewhere else. Canada's not a not a bad mm-hmm. place to start. Uh, but I do struggle here with the winners, mm. unfortunately. Uh, I would choose Australia over Canada any day of the week, but I can't go there because I've not got a visa. So is it harder to? Yeah. Is it harder to get a visa for uh, start into Australia because you were from you were in New Zealand? Yeah, I went to Australia when I was younger. You can get a working visa. Yeah. That's pretty easy. But to stay longer, it's quite lengthy mm. and pricey. It's quite hard. I see. Um, yeah, it's the same yeah. with the UK. The whole, like, immigration process is very long. And, like, we don't... Like, there's not a lot of path to just stay and become, like, a citizen or become a permanent resident. Um, when Canada, it's, like, basically, yeah, like, work visa, work holiday, um, post-grad work mm-hmm. permit, all of that, like, allows you to, like, a lot of options to find different paths to stay. So, from my own experience, I think, yeah, at least, like, that was much, much easier than compared mm. to other countries. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you know this, the UK has something called the Ancestry Visa. Yes. Have you heard of this? No. I have. Okay, so because of, because of colonisation, <laughs> unfortunately, um, a lot of people in Canada, arguably US and New Zealand and Australia have distant family or, fa- or grandparents that are from UK. So okay. if, you've got, if you've got a grandparent that's from the UK, it could be just one, you can apply for an Ancestry Visa, which gives you five years in the UK to mm-hmm. go and live and work. And all wow. you have to do is prove that you're related to the mm-hmm. person from the UK, right? So a lot of people in New Zealand, Australia, and Canada, maybe not Canada so much, but definitely Australia, New Zealand, take advantage of that. That's very interesting. That's like such a unique type. I have, I know someone who has used well, it, who has availed yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? and, yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's a byproduct of, you know, invading yeah, countries, right? Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. Gray area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Wait, so like you didn't choose Canada because you wanted to come. You was like out of necessity. Really, like yeah, a lot of like chance coming together. So, what was your first impressions of Canada? Was it like just oh, it's like similar to Australia, similar to what's well, part of the Commonwealth, right? So like yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's pretty similar, right? I yeah, I was actually looking forward to it because I thought it'd be more Americanized, <laughs> which I think it is. But I had no real thoughts, and yeah, because if you're listening and you're under the age of 30 31 like in certain places like uk you can get work visas for canada australia new zealand uh, japan they're just easy to get right um, mm-hmm. so they're like one year here there two years for canada so if you fancy going abroad with no real like like limitations you can just get one of these work visas and go but for us because of age i've done all of them apart from i didn't do japan but yeah kind of ran out of options so i thought mm. right let's just do it and i was actually mm-hmm. looking forward to it to be honest and it's yeah, it's interesting. I I would definitely come back, but not live in Vancouver. I'd go try somewhere else. <laughs> you can come up. That's not you like bad in Vancouver. Here. It's just uh, I'd rather go and see somewhere else. Yeah. 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 I was reading um, an article about um, how people in Germany have an impression of the Yukon for remote living. 
Like if you if you okay. want to live like off the grid, come here because it is yeah, it, it is, is truly remote. <laughs> well, I mean, like you drive forty five minutes out of town, and like you that is pretty remote for us. So it's it's mm. quite interesting. Um, what were your first impressions of Canada? Did you land in Vancouver? Or did you land in another province? Yeah, straight okay. in. Yeah, like what Vancouver? were your impressions? Yeah. Did you have like amazing? Did you scenery. have like any like what the like Ling, for example, and I were like, it's too quiet, like coming from Asia. Like you were like, it's too oh. damn quiet. Like it's weird. And like there's it, so much space. And I'm like, what is this concept of space in a metropolitan area? <laughs> Why can I not see my neighbor across my like yeah. Did you have like any any thoughts like that? Yeah, I thought initially mm. great scenery. Mm-hmm. And then I thought it's a bit of a dead sea. Dead sea. Yeah, very <laughs> tell quiet. Me more. Oh, city. Dead city. Tell me more. Oh, I I think I know what you're yeah. talking about. Yes. It's a, it's just a, not a very happening city. You it's a very be... transient mm-hmm. city. So I find a lot of people don't. It's hard to make mm-hmm. friends, for example. It's yeah. Hard to it's hard to get community together because people who stay here probably have five or six friends, which is fine, and then they go and do stuff on the mm-hmm. outdoors on the weekend. Yeah, so if, yeah. you, if, if you don't like skiing or hiking, I don't really, I don't really know what you're going to do. You eat like um, me and Ling. So yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah brunch. Like... Brunch and coffee, that's, that's fine by me. <laughs> but yeah, it's just a weird city. It's got amazing scenery, but it's tough to live here, actually, to, to an extent. And it's expensive as yeah, well. Yeah, I can see what you mean. It definitely it's harder to make friends. Like, yeah. actually have friends and have, like, you know people because I don't know why. Maybe it's too spaced out, you know? It's, yeah, it's yeah, it too clicky. Yeah, yeah. It is too clicky. And um, I've heard mm. yeah, from the other um, friends that I have that are not from here, like the Europeans, they say we're flaky. Like, Vancouverites are flaky. Oh, is that Vancouverites or Canadians? What does that mean? Maybe, maybe that's a flaky. Canadian thing, too. But, like, the people here in the Yukon, not flaky at all. Well, the ones that I have met are... No. Vancouver people are flaky, hundred percent. What do you mean, flaky? like bail? They, they bail. So like, oh, I'm like, oh, let's okay. make plans yeah. for dinner next week, and then you make plans and you make reservations. Yeah, everybody say to make Guarantee plans. Guarantee at least one person happens. will not make it to the thingy, like to the to the yeah. dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. They're flaky, mm-hmm. and I'm part of these like Irish and Brit Vancouver groups. And they're mm. all saying the same stuff, like, can't meet any friends. Because like, yeah. there's a part of you that you do want to go in these groups and maybe meet some Brits or Irish, but you come here yes. to maybe not I do agree. that. So yes. people want to yes. meet Canadians, but it's hard yeah. to meet Canadians here. So, yeah. I agree. The, the ones that Difficult. did grow up, like, in Vancouver, I'm noticing that they just stick to their friends yeah. from high school. And I'm like, why would you yeah. do that? Like, there's yeah. so much more. So, so, so much more. <laughs> but I agree, like... Yeah, it's hard to break into the group when they already have a group. Yeah, it's hard, Especially, right? like, locals um, or, yeah, people who already have. And also, I feel like, I don't know. Yeah, it took me a while to, like, get used to that type of, yes, like, people will be friendly to you. It doesn't mean that you're, like, close friends. Like, it's completely mm-hmm. different um, concept. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've experienced that in any other city. But again, How does that like, compare to where you're from? Here. Well, like, compared to where I'm from, it's completely different, right? Because I grew up there, so like everybody I know is like everybody I know. Like I know everybody. But do, from, are people like, flaky? Schools and whatnot. Oh, I'm that. sure there are flaky people everywhere. I think it's such a <laughs> no. But I... at the same time, you know how like here, or maybe because we're older, 
like now we have to make plans and like set a date yes. like in a week in advance and and kind of like okay let's go and then closer to the date as you say someone is always gonna bail but like in my growing up i was always like do you want to go to coffee to this afternoon or after work like you can just like set up a thing like short notice like through yeah. a text like right there yeah very mm-hmm. short notice and people are often like available for you especially if people you're close with so like, it's much easier i think in that mm-hmm. sense I'm quite a short notice person that like I can go anywhere pretty short notice, but I find mm-hmm. here you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here you like have to make plans. People are like all booked up for some reason. They have this thing mm-hmm. and that thing, but somehow nobody mm. makes it to anything. So. <laughs> is there is there anything other than the non flakiness? Is there anything that you miss from the UK? <laughs> I guess that you can't find here, or do you miss any of the, the pubs, the nightlife right, so... anymore? Okay, I'm not sentimental, so I, meant, yeah. I mentioned that before. Yeah. But there are certain things I do miss. <laughs> so a whisper. Yeah. Yes. Oh. <laughs> you asked me to bring those back. <laughs> you, you can you can buy them here in international sections. I think mm-hmm. they're quite expensive. Um, but I do miss the cheap whispers. But that's mm. that's not what I was going to say. I was going to say fish and chips. And oh. you might think, oh, you can get it here. Nah, it's not I the would, same. How not interesting. Same. We have so many fish and chips places. I don't think they're good, The though. chips are just not good. They're, they're not soggy. They're not... Oh, that's different. So, yeah, not happy mm. with that. And then Whispers is one, and I missed a traditional pub, which is like 400 oh, years old we or don't, We're not that's that old, a, yo. It's a bit of a miss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. Fair, fair. Yeah. Um... um what else I missed? Yeah, I think it's just, it's only food and drink. It's never like... Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah, in nice. terms of food, like, we can spend, like, the next... Or maybe two, Speedfire. Like, what has been the most, like, the place that has the best food that you've traveled to? Mm. Best food? Yes. Thai. <gasps> Thailand. Ooh. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah. Good answer, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, mm-hmm. yeah not, it's close, mm-hmm. but it's definitely Thailand. Yeah. Um, are there things that you're still getting used to in Vancouver? Or Canada. Canada. Um, like hockey? To... Or like yeah, the tra- traffic? Okay, tough. No, don't okay, like tell hockey. Tell me more. Tell me. <laughs> right, this is going on record. Yes, ice hockey, hockey, right? Yeah, yes. It's too, it's too quick. You can't follow the puck. <laughs> Pointless. So that's Yeah, I rubbish. agree. I cannot I can follow fo- the puck. Like, Guys, I, I can like follow the puck. It's fine. Okay? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. No. No. Um... What else I'm getting used to? Maybe just like driving is a bit weird here. There's certain weird rules. Turning left's a nightmare. Mm. I would argue that the UK drives weird. <laughs> we drive like the rest of the world, yeah. okay? So I mean, yes, the majority <laughs> of the world drive like us. <laughs> you don't have roundabouts. Oh, I'm sorry. Why? There's so many oh here in the God, Yukon. Oh my God, the roundabouts. What is happening with the Yukon and the love for you? The whole uh, sorry, the UK and the love for like, it is more about it things. is more efficient than a freaking stop sign, like you don't. Yeah, because you know you know here you turn left right, but so let's say you turn on left, but there's no left sign, yes. so you got to wait for the it to go orange. But if yeah. someone jumps jumps and the other you know coming uh, mm-hmm. you know, towards you, if someone jumps that red light or that orange light, you're you're, you're gonna crash yeah. into them. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's rubbish. Just get a, wow. just get a roundabout. Yeah, and just keep it flowing. Don't I remember, you know, that's like one of the biggest impression for like of the UK to me because my partner used to live in Milton Keynes. Oh yeah. 
roundabout skip is, galore. Like, <laughs> that's like, yes, like that little tiny little town has like, I don't know, it's like the biggest attraction of that town is all the roundabouts. It's a new town, so yeah, they yeah, built it that way. So yeah. there was so many of it, and I was so dizzy driving, like you know, getting <laughs> just getting driven into it. So I'm like, what's going on? It is, yeah. I would say, way yeah. more efficient. Uh, I love my efficient. roundabouts here in the Yukon. Okay, it's delightful. Okay, okay. Yeah, love them, love them. <laughs> I miss them. That's what I'm missing in the UK. Roundabouts. It's the roundabout. <laughs> yeah. I'm also getting used to the uh, the portions here quite big. Yo, can I an unhealthy food? extent. My word. I would say too unhealthy. Yeah, I think we're, yeah. but not not like that. an American portion, but we're kind of like gonna get there at some point, you know? Yeah. Oh my god. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, all right. Um, and I think the last question, I think it's, I think you kind of answered it if you consider Vancouver your home. Well, we discussed that, but I'll tell you what I do mm. consider Vancouver a little bit is when I, when I go back, I went back home was about a month ago now in June. Yeah. So UK home. But after, I reckon after a week there, I do sort of, if you're talking about just going back home, not traveling, just going back somewhere, I do yearn to come mm. back here actually, um, to live, uh, different to travel, but to go and live somewhere else for a bit, I was like, mm-hmm. I need to get back. Um, so I'm, I'm used to living here a little bit and I kind of feel like I've been here the most apart from my hometown, I kind of feel like I've got mm-hmm. to know the place quite well. So I think it, it always have a little bit of me that I maybe might call it a little bit of home. Um, but we'll see when we travel, like, if I miss it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Tell our listeners where they can find you. Do all the plugs. Um, what to expect? The usual podcast on a Monday. So I have an episode every Monday with a guest. So, yeah, all this, all this coming in. But I'm also going to do an extra episode on a Friday now. I'm going to do a solo episode. Because I watched an interesting video the other day about podcasting, which you guys might be interested in that I don't know if you do any solo episodes between yourselves, but sometimes when you have a guest, it's all about the guest, right? Which is fine. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant. But sometimes mm-hmm. you want to chat about something you've seen in, in the news or something you've seen about Vietnam, right? You want to chat about that, but you don't get a chance to. So I'm going to do an extra episode on a Friday to talk about my reaction to the podcast, but also mm-hmm. a travel subject and stuff like that. So it's going to be a, a new section. Yeah, it's like a little 10, 20 minute solo episode on a Friday. And where can you find me? Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And what's your we handle? Travel podcasts. Winging Travel Podcasts. Mm-hmm. And that's the handle on Instagram. Twitter is Podcast Winging. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get that name. And Facebook is Winging It Travel Podcasts. And TikTok is Winging It Travel Podcasts. Look at you having a TikTok. TikTok. Oh my God, you're on TikTok? I'm rubbish at it. Yo, we don't even have any of those things. So, wow. <sighs> We need to catch up with all the like, you know, Z, like Gen Z, like, socials. Yeah. Yes. We need to approach like the younger like audience. Group. Aging yeah. us. Social media is a different game. <laughs> different game. Aging us. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Thank you. And um, just to and you know our usual um sections, Carissa, tell us something you learned about the. Um, Yukon. very quickly, what I have learned in the Yukon mm-hmm. is that. In terms of the housing market, um, realtors only represent the sellers. They don't represent the buyers. What? Oh, that's weird. Oh, why is I that? I don't know cool? why. That's a great question. But I'm learning now as I'm staying here and maybe finding a place to live in the long term. Um, yeah. What does that mean for buyers then? 
It means you're on your own. It's not a legal wow. like obligation for a realtor for or for you to have a realtor to um to purchase a place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense. But yeah, that's strange. Mm-hmm. It is strange. Wow. And and yeah, that is what I've learned from that's the Yukon. Yes. Oh, all right. Yes. <laughs> New things all the time. I think that by the end of the season, I will know a lot yeah. about the new con. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it and send some love our way if you did. Um, as usual, slide into our DM on Instagram at one moment, please. And you hold. can also write us at one moment, please hold at gmail.com. Give us an awesome rating wherever you're listening from. And until next time. Okay, bye. Bye. Yeah. Bye.